the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. It's Hour 3. It's Backbone Radio. It's August 21st, 2022. Still kind of cloudy, kind of rainy out there, but everyone wanted to know the soccer updates for my 10-year-old son, and they did resume play, and I was following the text messages a little bit along the way, and guess what? They won. They won the tournament for the 10-year-old bracket, my 10-year-old son, that little dude. So uh, so it's like... Uh, I missed that, you know, to be in here spreading the good word about America first and the future of this great nation. And uh, we, I wasn't expecting their team to, like, win this thing. It's like, what's going on there? Anyway, so uh, they got it. So anyway, all right, enough of the dad minivan soccer stuff. But, you know, after you have a good set of losing seasons and you're the parent on the sidelines, you know, it's kind of fun once in a while to walk away with the trophy. And before I went in there, I said, all right, son, go go in there. Just just get that trophy. Just go for it. Go in there and get it. And they did it. All right. Anyway, thank you for my indulgence on that. I know it's kind of silly. But, you know, hey, family life and the Rockies, we're enjoying that. Anyway, we are still going to be gloating about the Republican political primary season and the defeat of Cheney and the defeat of so many of the rhino types and the McConnell endorsee types. And um, Mitch McConnell's having a bit of a temper tantrum about this. And I thought I would explore one angle about Mitch McConnell, that he's like trying to dampen enthusiasm of the voters right now. He was talking to the Washington Post, as of course, you know, you establishment people do. And he was like putting a total downer on, like, what do you think of our chances to win the Senate? He was asked and he said, quote, I think there's probably a greater likelihood the House flips than the Senate. Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome, end quote. He goes on and on about how, yeah, it's not so great. It's not so. But Mitch McConnell's out there having this little tantrum. That's how he shows his tantrum about how the the candidates he wanted to win the primaries didn't all win. But right here in Colorado, Joe O'Day got through. And everything I've seen says Joe O'Day is straight down the line, establishment-type Republican, campaigning as such at any rate. And um, the one of the worst of the worst rhinos, the Cheney-loving Dan Crenshaw, the eyepatch McCain, eyepatch Cheney, we call him, was up here campaigning with Joe O'Day this week. And I'm just like, oh, why bring him up here? He is, like, so bad. And uh, John Cornyn came up here. He was a big buddy of Mitch McConnell. And John Cornyn sold us down the river on the Second Amendment not too long ago. So look at Colorado as the textbook case of, like, how does a, um establishment Republican, the old guard Republican candidate, do in a state like Colorado? But I would submit to you that the verdict on the primary season that we've just had is that all the energy in the Republican Party is the America first MAGA energy, the Trump endorsed energy. And why would you abandon that or alienate that or down talk that running even in the state of Colorado? I mean, you're, I think 
I just worry, you know, that somebody might be wasting a lot of millions of dollars running this campaign. But Molly Hemingway, I think, sums it up beautifully, as she always does. A Claremont-inspired Lincoln fellow is Molly Hemingway, as is yours truly. I've interviewed Molly Hemingway on this show, by the way, and she's a, she's a Coloradan. Did you know that about Molly Hemingway? Listen to her say this. This entire primary season, culminating with the crushing defeat of Liz Cheney, shows that that Bush, Cheney, Romney, McCain era of the Republican Party is over. The party that didn't really care about Ill- illegal immigration, that spent trillions on wars that were not in the strategic national interest of the country, that cared about multinational corporations and not American workers, um, that never took the media on and never took on woke left politics on. That's over. And this is good for the Republican Party heading into 2022 and 2024. They're a big tent party, multiracial, working class, and it's a good it's good news for the Republican Party. As for what's going on with this Mar-a-Lago raid and the Justice Department working so hard to keep secret uh, the underlying affidavit, you, know, you hear a lot of people in D.C. say, well, shouldn't we wait and hear what the FBI has to say? The era of that is over also. We went through six years of them spending months, if not years, dripping out leaks and claiming that they had the goods on Trump regarding Russia. At the end of the day, they had nothing other than their own lies about affidavits, their own you know, derogatory leaks, corrupt officials in their department. They don't have any re- There's no reason to even wait a moment. All the burden of proof is on them. They've been doing nothing but politicized attacks. And, you know, that's the, that's the situation. Oh boy, Molly Hemingway, she might be the best commentator out there, period. She is excellent. And she really, really writes well. And she's a Coloradoan. She might have been born in Wyoming, but I know she spent a lot of her life here in Colorado. And just God bless Molly Hemingway for saying this stuff and saying it so well. But, you know, the old rhino party is dead. It doesn't have a constituency. It doesn't have voters that, like, go for them. You know, they can maybe be propagandized. They get votes based on propaganda from the media. But, uh... They have no voter constituency. Their only constituency is the commentariat, the people like uh, media people who can advance and climb in the media by towing the establishment line. A lot of courage in that, being a media person, doing what the establishment tells you to do, and um, you reap the benefits from it. It takes actually real courage in the media to go against what the establishment wants, to go against what the establishment and the ruling class says. Does that make sense? You don't get rewards when you go against what the ruling class wants you to say in the media. And that's something that I do know something about. That's just the way it is. But the old guard Republican Party of, oh, wide open borders, let's have more wars uh, whenever we could have a war, look at every other border but our own. Let's have trade deals that benefit the multinationals and not the American worker. That's done. That is gone. That is so gone. But yet... But yet these rhino dinosaurs keep trying to hang on. How's it going to work in Colorado? And I don't know. And I'm just, you know, just throwing a few thoughts out there as I have them. And one other thing I just wanted to say, you know, Liz Cheney is getting so bitter, so bitter about her loss. That there's one thing about the Cheneys, they're very good haters. They hate and they hate forever and it shows, okay? But I was telling people before... The Cheney defeat, which I was expecting to be at least 30 points, and we got 38. Well done, Wyoming. Beautiful, beautiful people in Wyoming. That uh, the media is going to try to pretend like she didn't actually lose, that it's actually some kind of a victory and some kind of a noble sacrifice victory and all this stuff. And Yeah, well, um, 
this is how they do it. They start floating, well, hey, are you going to run for presidency now? Now that you've lost by 38 points in Wyoming, you're going to run for president now, right? It's uh, You see how this works? Listen to this propaganda. This is NBC, the Today Show. The former president said last night, you're now headed to political oblivion. You said this fight is just beginning. You've even uh, launched a political organization already. So let's just be straight about it. Are you considering running for president yourself? Well, what I'm going to do, Savannah, is spend the next several months uh, completing my work in Congress, obviously completing my work representing the people of Wyoming. Uh, we have a tremendous amount of work left to do on the January 6th committee. Uh, and also, though, uh, I'm going to be making sure that people all around this country understand the stakes of what we're facing, understand the extent to which uh, we've now got uh, one major political party, my party, uh, which has really become uh, a cult of personality. And we've got to get this party back to a place where we're embracing the values and the principles on which it was founded. Uh, and, and talking about, you know, fundamental uh, issues of civics, fundamental issues of what does it mean to be a constitutional republic. But, Congresswoman, and you didn't answer me yes or no. It takes yeah, to I know keep that Donald you- Trump. I will be doing whatever it takes to keep Donald Trump out of the Oval Office. Well, I know you didn't say yes or no, and that's fine if you're thinking about it. But are you thinking about it? Are you thinking about running for president? It, uh, that's a decision that I'm going to make in the in the coming months, Savannah. I'm not going to make any announcements here this morning, but uh, but it is something that I uh, I'm thinking about, and I'll make a decision yeah, just, uh, in the coming months. Just just so you heard that she goes down in absolute flames, a five spiral crash, and it's like oh now it's like presidential timber. It's presidential material. How pathetic! How stupid! How rigged! is our media. I mean, that was an epic, catastrophic annihilation defeat. And it's like, well, heck, we're promoting you now. (laughs) You have to laugh at that. They did the same thing with Jeff Flake in Arizona. Remember that? And uh, Bob Corker in Tennessee and even Adam Kinzinger, these people who get like out of office, thrown out of office by their own voters who decide not to run. And um, then it's like, well, they're suddenly presidential when they don't have any constituency. Good night, folks. It's a it's it's a racket. Be right back. And there's one of those great bumper tunes that Rush Limbaugh used to use. You've got another thing coming by Judas Priest, and I don't know. It just always gets you in the right mood to take them all on the power mongers. And I love it when Liz Cheney comes out there and talks about oh Lincoln and the Constitution and all that stuff. Of course, all of that is disguises for her power and her self-absorbed interest in power. The fact of the matter is the Beltway pays better than the voters of Wyoming. She's going to make a lot more millions doing this, whatever, this fevered, narcissistic, anti-Trump campaign, this new organization. She's going to, she's going to make rake in all kinds of cash, far more than she could from the people of Wyoming. That, uh, you know, the democracy uh, was tough on her, you know, the democracy. But the Time magazine says that, oh, the Republicans – used, quote, Soviet skills to disappear Liz Cheney. Soviet skills. It's called an election. It's called a democracy, right? And Liz Cheney went down by 38 points in Wyoming, but they have to make it like Soviet or something. See, it's when they start using language about like, you know, when they when they when they use the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence as language to support their own private, corrupt ruling class power interests, um, it confuses things. And it's, it's hard to it's easy to get lost in the propaganda. But I would submit to you that Liz Cheney knows nothing about the Constitution. She gets that all wrong. And Lincoln would have definitely voted for Liz Cheney's opponent, the new Congresswoman Harriet Hageman. 
and uh, he would have endorsed her. Lincoln would have endorsed Hegeman and would have voted Hegeman if he would have been raised in a log cabin in Wyoming in the present day. And by the way, one last thing, the, the Atlantic, you know, where David Frum writes, the guy who just endorsed DeSantis, the Atlantic, they, they love Liz Cheney. And they actually have this article with a headline, quote, Liz Cheney lost an election but won our hearts in the process, end quote. Can you imagine, as Ned Ryan said, can you imagine writing that headline, a headline so vapid, so stupid? Um, but that's how The Atlantic wrote it. And, um, you know, she lost an election, but she won our hearts. Liz Cheney just lost basically the hearts of essentially everybody in Wyoming. But The Atlantic, which is based in Washington, D.C., says that Liz Cheney won our hearts. Oh, yeah. And she's going to win Beltway money, too. You see, from from you see how all this works. Somehow the Beltway thinks that the, the hearts of Wyoming don't count, but the hearts of the Beltway, that's what counts because, you know, you won our hearts, right? But you lost every heart in Wyoming, essentially, in that total blowout. I say Liz, Liz Cheney should resign from the J6 committee forthwith. Heed the Democratic principles of following the will of your own constituents, right? Just resign from that. And again, follow the money with Liz Cheney. This is no martyr, folks. And she's going to be so bitter about it. And just remember, she has no constituency. But again, like Adam Kinzinger, they're going to be big players in the media for the foreseeable future. Let's say some hellos on the phone lines here. And Teresa in Idaho Springs, if that's the right location. Welcome, Teresa. Uh, hello, thank you. I sure enjoy your show. Hey, honored you're here, Teresa. Uh, thank you. The reason I'm calling is I have a comment to make about Ron DeSantis. Yes. I've been a Trump supporter from the very beginning. However, I'm a little suspicious of Ron DeSantis because I watched him on a at a rally uh, this past week in Pennsylvania. Yep. And he spoke, he was avoiding even bringing up Donald Trump's name. Yep. And then he talked about the greatness of JFK and Ronald Reagan, not one word about Donald Trump. Yep. And I thought, wait a minute, this is a, a, like a sin of omission to me. Yep. So I don't, I don't trust this guy. Yep. I don't either. Watch behind the scenes. And, the, 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 I think the, the pieces are moving behind the scenes to get Trump to be throwing his hat into the ring in 2024. Yeah. And they're going to put all this pressure on Trump. They're going to send him a message. We're going to raid your home. We're going to keep raiding your home until you decide not to run again because he is the only threat to the deep yeah. state. And if David Frum of The Atlantic, who's one of the worst warmongering neocons ever, incredibly dishonest person, no. if he's already endorsed DeSantis, then uh, look out. We're going to have an interesting debate within the Republican Party on this, and I look forward to being a part well, of that. Me too. Well, the thing is, is I haven't forgotten, though, that it was Donald Trump that got him elected. It uh, was Donald Trump that got Ron DeSantis yep. the governorship. Yep. Oh, and yeah. That seems to be going by the wayside all of a sudden. Right. And DeSantis is now yeah. kind of going along the coattails of Trump because Trump got uh, masters elected to this through the Senate primary in Arizona. And um, I believe, was uh -huh. he up in Michigan uh, speaking for, um, oh, who's the governor nominee? Uh, uh, Tudor Dixon. Uh, Tudor Dixon. Yeah, so he went. Uh, Trump got her elected, but now DeSantis kind of slips into the coattails and doesn't even talk about the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. And uh, you see how this is going to work? I know he made, he, yeah, right, because he made one, some limp statement about it 
on the day that it happened and it was forgotten. But it's clear to me that he's doing everything he can to avoid Donald Trump. And that that's a true red flag to me. Yeah, well, they talked him into it and they showed him the money. They said, we've got all this money behind you. You're going to be great. You're going to be like JFK. And um, we're going to try to get yeah. Trump out of the equation. But uh, I'm a little yeah. disappointed that DeSantis would be accepting that. And it seems like somewhere along the way he has given the yes to this, which is why you're seeing yeah, some I, of the stuff. They're courting him. And I think the establishment knows that Trump is the only existential threat to the establishment and to the deep state. And that mm-hmm. the best way to get rid of Trump now is to get the DeSantis stuff going. So watch this play. We're just at yeah. the beginning of it. And yeah. you, you eagle oh, yeah, eye, Teresa, right. you, eagle eye, your, your, your instincts <laughs> are spot on with uh with what you're seeing yeah, there. Yeah, well, well, this whole thing about him kind of it's kind of like watching him stomp on Donald Trump's turf with these rallies he's going around doing now. And right. When he went to Pennsylvania for Dr. Oz and Mastriano, and I'm like, "Oh, no, no, no. This isn't looking right to me." So. Yep. So, uh well, yeah. you know, uh, you know, I I would not mind a uh Trump DeSantis presidential ticket. But uh, again, DeSantis is not going to get rid of the two fundamental. He's not going to take on the deep state and he's not going to be an economic nationalist because the big club, which are the multinationals, the people that are passionate about the wide open borders and the trade deals that benefit the multinational corporations, not the American. They're going to be the people that pull his strings. Trump doesn't have anybody that pulls his strings, as we know. Nobody pulls Trump's string ever. He does his own thing. No, and nobody talks for him. Yeah, that's right. And that's what we need, in my opinion, to save this country. And again, it's not the personalities. It's not any of that stuff. It's the actual issues. And it's the MAGA coalition, which is the biggest political coalition in American history. It's the working class coalition. Mm -hmm. It's all races, all ethnicities, all orientations, all under the banner of America first. And let's let's benefit the working people of this country. That's the last thing that the Republican club wants to ever have. So... Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. It's pretty so, disgraceful. But. Yeah. And it, it, this one's going to be it's going to be it's going to be bloody. It will be. But we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens yeah. if, it, if it does come to a head here. But uh, hey, uh, well, I, I sure hope they don't do something like put Donald Trump in jail. This is what has me worried. Well, they're going to try. They're going to try to uh, charge him, yeah. arrest him and do all that stuff. And uh, again, the raid yeah. was already a bridge way too far. If they go there, mm-hmm. I mean, See, they know that Donald Trump, like two weeks ago, was talking about, you know, if I run in 2024, I'm going to start firing bureaucrats. I'm going to go right after the deep state. And next thing you know, they're raiding this house. Yep. Yeah, that's right. He is the existential threat. Yep. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thank you. I love your show. Okay. Honored you're here, Teresa. And really, really good observation from you there on all of that. So all the best to you. And uh, let me just see if I can get this in. Uh, we got don't have enough time, but let's just get this. Now, now l- let me say this really quickly. Ned now, Ryan. I'm not making an assertive case. I'm going to follow a logical trail for one moment and ask you one last quick question. If you believe, like Sam Harris, that Donald Trump is a greater threat than Osama bin Laden, that's another thing that he has said, a greater threat than Osama bin Laden. And if you think then it's okay to subvert free speech and the democratic process because Donald Trump represents such a threat. And if, like Michael Hayden, you think Americans are the most violent you know, patriotic right wing Republican Americans are the most violent group on the planet. If you think all of that, why wouldn't you steal an election? That's not an assertive case to say the election was stolen, but I'm following the logical trail. If you think America is sitting on that brink, why wouldn't you steal an election? 
They, they absolutely, I, I, I've asked myself this question many times, Will. If they think the ends justify the means, they will stop at nothing and that's to Ned actually Ryan. achieve those ends. We'll be if right they back. can convince themselves that somehow Donald Trump is an Yeah, the Weezer version of Rosanna, the old Toto song. And my motto is Weezer does it better. They do it better. Their version of Poker Face, Lady Gaga's song, is done better by Weezer. But I don't know. Blake, I hear skepticism from you about this Weezer version, but um, just so you know, just try, try to remember this. Weezer does it better, okay? Try to, try to count on that one. At any rate, two quick hits before phone lines. We're going to talk to everybody. Laura Ingram came out the other day with this uh, phrase like, oh, voters are exhausted, exhausted from Trump. They might be looking for a fresh alternative, but they're not exhausted in Wyoming where they just shellacked Liz Cheney, not exhausted, no sign of exhaustion, but they're going to use that argument because, you know, the constant round-the-clock propaganda the media will use against anybody that's their opponent is designed in part to try to make you feel exhausted. But I've always said this, I have an endless appetite for all that they can throw, all the propaganda, bring it on, we never get exhausted, we laugh at it, it never leaves a trace, it never, never leaves a mark, so they can buzz off, no exhaustion, Ingram. They're going to try to get her over on the DeSantis bag. Get ready for that. Alec Baldwin, by the way, said that the Rust film incident in which he shot that young woman, Halia Hutchins, and killed her. But Alec Baldwin says that that incident took years off of his own life. (laughs) How many years did it take off of Halia Hutchins? What a self-absorbed Hollywood left-wing idiot moron says that that shoot, when he shot that gal, it took years off of his own life. Gosh, I did a whole hour on that one day on Beckmore, the Alec Baldwin shooting the film director of that. Yeah, shot her, killed her. Young woman, had a kid or two. Anyway, Starbucks, by the way, is having uh, some issues and they um, are having their uh, their union members or like a union debate. But they're but they don't want when you're deciding on various issues within Starbucks, they don't want mail in ballots. They want to vote in person. So the Starbucks board has decided to stop mail-in ballots. They're going to have voting in person. Oh, be nice if Colorado Republicans could learn that. Um, there's an Amish farmer, and I believe it's Miller's Organic Farm. I believe it's in Pennsylvania, which the USDA bureaucrats are trying to get into this Amish farmer's business and try to shut him down because he's kind of outside the reach of USDA regulations. And I just, hey, leave the Amish alone. Leave them alone. Give me a break, bureaucrats. Leave the guy alone. Leave the Amish alone. Just butt out. One other thing. The big windmill boom. There's windmills everywhere now. AP has an article by Matthew Brown, August 17th. Wind energy boom and golden eagles collide in the U.S. West. And they're saying that um, there's an expectation that, uh, oh, shoot, I didn't write the number down. But uh, about 50% of the current Golden Eagle population in the United States of America right now is going to be killed by windmills. Windmills. Green energy is killing Golden Eagles. It's going to kill half of the Golden Eagle population. All right. I wanted to work those items in, and I've got more. I've got more. So stay close, and let's say hello to Eric. Eric, thank you for hanging on a minute, and welcome to the program. Hey, you great American. Much love to you. Right on. You as well. I didn't know it was great American here. How are you, sir? Yeah, it's me. Um, 
You know what, Dr. Dunn? Um, if President Trump stepped on gum at the bottom of his shoe, it wouldn't even stick. <laughs> That's how much faith I have in that man. I got that up on my own. <laughs> right. That's good. <laughs> That's you need to get that into an ad. Huh. <laughs> yes, sir. But you know dang well, I was telling great uh, your great American, Blake, your producer, that you know dang well Joe Biden or Joe Biden don't even have COVID. They keep announcing it on the radio news. Oh, my God, can them Democrats and the media lie? It's just a ploy to keep them out of the public. I mean, he had it first, and then now he had it for a second time. Come on, Matt. And then he had, and then now Jill has it. That's insane. Yeah, it's and it's kind of reminding me. Uh, I don't know if you ever followed the Soviet Union politics, like when Yuri Andropov would somehow not be seen in public for like a few months, and uh, Chernyenko. Remember that guy Chernyenko? They kept having these leaders that would rise to the top of the Politburo in the Soviet Union that would be like the dictator of the Soviet Union, and then they would suddenly like get sick and be unhealthy. You wouldn't hear from them for like months. Then they then you get some. Oh, they died. You know. And, uh, I just wonder if we're where are, are we there now because. Only a completely corrupt deep state, a co- completely corrupt regime like we're in right now could sustain this fraud that Biden's the president of the United States of America. What do you I'm think? I'm glad you said that. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because that reminds me of that pathetic uh, piece of man, Obama, <laughs> when he was on the hot mic with Medvedev. Remember? Yeah. I'll have yep. more. I'll have more, uh, you know. Freedom uh, to maneuver. Leverage. Yeah. After if, the election. If I get voted in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. These people must, then we're here. The, the, the wrong people are in, in, in office. All your, uh, all your guests, your great um, backbone audience, we're the ones that should be in the House and the Senate. We'll run this country just like the great Donald Trump did when he was in office. Man. And let me, oh my yes, God. Peace Go and ahead. prosperity, it would break out all over the world if we had people like you, Eric, running the show. But I, I, I interrupted your momentum. You were going to say something else or did I throw you off there? Oh, no, because I got my notes because you taught me how to keep notes. Cause, uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm in the kitchen cooking for burritos. I got to get you oh, burritos down oh, there at yeah. that office. Yeah. yeah, at the studio. I but hear anyway, oh yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna buy. I'll get you and your kids some because your son is a superstar. They won the tournament. Yeah, good God. Maybe he yeah. got like a little a little trophy or something, or like a little medallion he can like wear around. Congratulations! <laughs> but Wayne Williams is a sellout, and Jenna uh, Griswold is a phony, and. I wish that you could get um, Pam Anderson on your show. I don't even know why They're, they should be knocking on your door. I mean, you got you and you and Randy have the most popular show in, in on this side of heaven. I don't know why these politicians ain't calling you to get on your show. Well, just Good remember, God, it just don't make sense. But there, there is no um, America First apparatus in the state of Colorado. The Republican Party in the state of Colorado. Is uh is just not oriented that way. It's still the old guard rhino type Republican Party in this state, and it's most unfortunate because they're just turning it bluer and bluer and bluer, in my opinion. And I, 
I don't want to be a, a phone hawk, but one more thing, uh, Dr. Dunn. Where in the heck is Eric Comer and the Dominion Machines and Smartmatic with the lawsuits? Come on now, where are they at? Well, I, that's, had, that's yeah. one that I just stay away <laughs> from that one. I don't follow that one. And, uh, but, and you know, I guess you got to wonder. They have nothing. That's well, what I'm saying. Well, and, and that's, and that's one that Boyles, you, I'm better. I'm better off staying staying out of that turf at the time yeah, being. But, but uh, anyway, but great American, know, great American. I need a burrito hey, one man, of these days. One more, okay, Go you ahead. got it. Well, one more thing. You remember when Peter Boyles only had ten minutes with the great Mark Levin? Oh yeah. When he had that interview, yeah. yeah. I call Peter Boyles the ten minute man. I think that's why he's throwing out all these, uh, I mean, all these uh, uh, negative, uh, whatever you call them, out on the radio. And I think Kelly Michael should stop it. Well, much love. I'll let you go on that okay. point, but okay, my brother. Just, all right. All right. Hey, thank you. We love yeah. you, Eric. And uh, just, yeah, remember, uh, we love we love Mr. Boyles. I love Mr. Boyles. We disagree. Yes, true, true. And um, Artis, Artis, thank you for hanging a minute. But what's on your mind, Miss Artis? Well, first of all, um, I kept hearing or reading that uh, Miss Liz Cheney spent most of her time living in her home in Northern Virginia. Oh yeah, she, so she wasn't I, even born in Wyoming. She's a mm-hmm. she's a Virginia suburbs kind of gal. That's who she represented. Yeah. That's that's and where that her money only, comes from. Well, her husband's also a lawyer there, so that oh yeah, works. yeah. Her um, husband's one of those really connected Beltway attorneys that's got mm-hmm. his tentacles and all the Beltway stuff. Oh so I'm yeah. Sure he Support, yes, I'm sure he supports Trump. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but and I also kept hearing from people, you know, that were on the radio from Wyoming saying that there's only like 30 percent Democrat vote in Wyoming anyway. Um, no, it's like so, uh, it's like uh, like 15 percent. I, I had those numbers last oh. week. I don't remember what the exact number was, but it's it's really tiny tiny but yeah yeah so, liz begged for the democrat votes in the primary and if she wouldn't have got like 25 percent of her votes that she did get she didn't get many were democrats so mm-hmm. this is humiliating artists yeah. it's just it's scary and yeah. i just i mean i want trump to be in there i don't know why i mean i know why they don't want him because he wants to fire He's them an all existential but... threat to the establishment to the regime call... thanks artists Oh, yeah. Pray by Hank Snow. One of my favorite sacred numbers to be bringing in. And I was singing along in the background, but I muffled the microphone so you couldn't hear me singing. And you are glad about that, may I say. That would have turned every radio off in the state of Colorado to hear host Dunn trying to sing a gospel tune. (laughs) Anyway, so thankful for the so many wonderful, brilliant callers we've had all through the program and the wonderful, brilliant text to studio. I call it the wall of love, all the texts that come in. And I guess they're, they're just so great. Everybody. So I'm just so honored by it. Sometimes I get time to respond. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know, fumbling with papers and stuff during the breaks and I can't. But um, anyway, really, really delightful. And um, I wanted to say one thing about uh, – Brian Stelter, the little potato man, Brian Stelter, is out at CNN, fired by CNN in the same week that Liz Cheney got fired by the voters of Wyoming. And Brian Stelter, uh, by the way, one of the worst propaganda masters ever. I mean, just the worst. Pure state streaming propaganda show after show 
after show. So dishonest. And just so you get one last little bit of little potato man, Brian Stelter. That would be funny if it wasn't so insidious. Ginning up hate. CNN is so much bigger than any single individual. Too much of the U.S. media chatter is distorted to the point of being dishonest. Don't be so hateful. Is that too much to ask? I don't know. Maybe it is. Trust in media. Has CNN lost trust? We're living in two different realities, supported by two different news worlds. Just so you had a little taste of Brian Stelter, and the Federalist did an essay on this that they asked the question, would an actual potato have done a better job hosting the Reliable Sources program than the potato man, Brian Stelter. And I think you know where I stand on that matter. Okay. So, um, and one last point I'll leave you with. We're going to say hello to everybody. There is one permanent political and administrative deep state running the United States government. It does not matter which color flag rests atop the congressional spire, Republican or Democrat. It does not change the behavior of the participants. Let's quit pretending in politics. Let's quit pretending. No, the administrative state, the unelected bureaucrats are running this show. And that's why they see Trump as the existential threat to their future. And it is the only future for this country to get the power back in the hands of the people. It's a good start with Liz Cheney being just evicted from having to pretend that she lives in Wyoming. Isn't that just glorious? Just just bask in it a little bit. Let's say hello to everybody. It's going to be tight. We're near the end of the show, but let's say hello to Brad and Lakewood. Any quick, tight points tonight? Yeah, first off, Pam Anderson won't go on your show because she won't answer tough questions, but uh, the quick point I want to make is uh, the Democrat attorney generals will go after Trump, but we got 27 attorney generals, Republican, and not a single one will go after Hunter or Joe Biden. Notice that. Exactly. The so, fish uh, is rotting from the head down. So we, we got major problems on our side of the aisle. And uh, tomorrow at the Jefferson County Men's Club meeting, uh, it's at 1136 in Union. Christy Burton Brown's going to be there. So if anybody wants to show up and ask her any tough questions, uh, this, is a place, this would be the place to do it. Spread the word. And, Brad, do you attend that Jefferson County Men's Club? Yeah, I, I, I try to attend it every Monday. It is $5 to get in, but it's uh, well worth the money, and it does go for a good cause. So, Five uh, bucks. I mean, our audience is, we, we, we are like uh, loaded people. We, we, we can do that. So, uh, well, Brad, I keep going, but all the best. I did thump McConnell earlier in this hour. I hope you enjoyed that. I know I, you, I sure you're did. no fan. Yes, amen, brother. <laughs> keep it up out there, Brad. We love you. And uh, let's keep saying hello. By the way, I was just talking about the wall of love, all the text to studio. There's a debate brewing about whether or not Weezer's cover of Rosanna, the Toto song, is better or worse than the original. And I've got two votes to say Weezer's better, and I've got two votes that say Weezer is worse. So um, I don't know if there's a tiebreaker out there. You can send a text in. Is the Weezer cover of Rosanna better or worse? We're going to have a tiebreak. I'll try to announce it if anybody texts in before the end of the show. But uh, quick hello, and it's tight on time, Jack in Wyoming. Good job. You got rid of Liz Cheney, Jack. And I always told you I was going to give you all the credit. It was over 30, and it was. It was 38. But yeah. you, you probably had something else on your mind, just though. Me, yeah, I do. Just give me a couple seconds. I talked to Randy yesterday about that that little one-minute splash that Peter Boyles put out, and I was irate about it, but I made a mistake. You played it on your show today, and he didn't say subpoena. He actually did say warrant, so I was wrong about that. But the, but, the, but the overall take that I have on just trying to trivialize whether or not it was a rhythm or a lago, it's still the same. 
and he's trying to play it down like it was a nothing, and it wasn't a nothing. It absolutely was a raid. Oh, and, it's a and, and, but big, he, I, huge but he deal. Did, he did. He did. Yeah, but he did say it was a warrant served, not not a subpoena. That he played it down to such a degree. My legal brain told me he's talking about a subpoena because a warrant. Okay. You know, <laughs> well, going in thirty-one people with guns. I mean, come on. Yeah, no worries about that. But some people just prefer to live in an intelligent state, in an administrative state with no freedom for the people. And some people kind of like Stasi tactics. Some people just kind of like that. That's just the way it is. That's the way the left is right now. And I played, uh, well, oh, it was uh, Sam Harris earlier in the program. I've got some, I've got some Yuval Harari, I like to, but I won't have time tonight. But, but thanks for the correction, Jack, on this. And, uh, oh. yeah, in all the years, in all the years I've talked on talk radio, this is the first time I've been compelled to come out and correct myself. Yeah, well, uh, don't make it a habit, Jack, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and again, <laughs> well, well done in Wyoming. Um, man, 38 points yeah. is as sweet as it gets eviction. So I can hear you. I can hear you laughing now. Good night, Hugh, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Jack. Right. You stay groovy. Talk soon. Right. And uh, up. Okay, we had. Uh, uh, oh. It's still three to three. We just had a, someone say Weezer's better. We just had somebody say Toto's better. Okay, so we're at three to three. We're not breaking the the Weezer tie here. This is tough. And uh, okay, Gary, Gary, is this West Point, Gary? Yes. yes. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Glad you're here. All right, I'll make it. Br- I'll make it brief. My, I watched my uh, granddaughter today play soccer and win their championship. Your and daughter her, won her championship. Your granddaughter. Uh, were you out at uh, Gates? Yeah. Were you out at Gates, Arapahoe, and Parker? No, no, no. Just, well, yeah, Arapahoe and Parker. Yeah. Well, we were there. We were on the same field, Gary. Backbone Radio well, host Dunn and West Point Gary were in the same soccer tournament, watching our, in my case, my kids, and we both won championships. My ten-year-old son won, and your how old's your granddaughter? If you know off the top of your head, eight. 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 Well done. So, yeah, uh, she scored her eighth goal, eighth goal in three games. Holy cow. Wow. She must take after Grandpa, kind of like a fierce warrior type. Eight well, goals. she gets in the mix. She gets in the mix of things. Well done. But anyway. Yeah. And, get, get, and the only thing I have to say about anything else is if, if the Republicans don't figure a way to get rid of McConnell and get somebody who has a brain and who actually does their job, they, they're going to get, they're going to have problems no matter who's president. Yeah, Mitch, most unfortunate. He's such a wet blanket. He's such a bad news, just bear. Well, West Point, hey, bask in the glow of your granddaughter's triumph, and I must tootle on to the end of the program. But uh, yeah, we're champions yes. tonight, uh, vicariously. Okay. <laughs> All the best, sir. And uh, we only have forty seconds. But Jackie, you have a forty-second soundbite as we go out together. So glad you're. By the way, one more vote came in for Toto. So Toto wins the, the cover. Did you send that? Did you send that back there? Anyway, but sorry, Jackie. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> only twenty seconds now. Hey, I'm sorry. Matt. No worries. Hey, I just want to get everyone to get a piece of paper and a pen and write down this number. It's Executive Order One Four Zero Six Seven. Goes into effect December thirteenth, and that's why they hired eighty-seven thousand uh, IRS agents. Thank you, Matt. Right on, Jackie. I'll give, we'll, we'll talk more <laughs> when we can, when we're not so jammed. You're the best. We send love to one and all from the wall of love. And uh, by the way, another Toto and another Weezer vote still tied. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.